0: On the RGSL chat chamber, we welcomed Mars Svajnowskis, who is a senior partner at Evershed's Riga office. He has more than 15 years of experience in legal banking, finance, commercial and company law, as well as IT law and EU law.
1: We discussed topics as the future of legal profession, as well as technological impact on unemployment in this field. Hello, this is the ninth episode of the Chat Chamber podcast. We are very glad to introduce in this studio Maris Vajnowskis.
0: Oh, definitely. I think uh, that others describe best the person because sometimes it's very hard to, for yourself to say, you know, your best traits as in an interview, you know, I am the best communicator or the best in a field or something like that. But oh, yeah. definitely you are one of the best in a field, I think, in law. Uh, I would like to say that don't deny it please um, you're a senior partner at Eversheds um, and um, in Riga in Eversheds office That's in Riga right. and you have such a large you know experience and I think that is the best thing to have how to develop yourself to gain the knowledge And uh, maybe, Christopher, you have something else to add.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, I think this would be a very, very insightful episode for our listeners because you are an attorney, right? You are uh, really practicing law and not only, uh, you know, reading about it and and theorizing about it. So, So I think this would be really insightful and perhaps the something provocative to to start but the first discussion first foremost
2: martin christopher it's very ple- i'm very pleased to be here right and uh, to see you as such you know active and proactive two young developing lawyers and diplomats i understand right so i mean i mean it's all the pleasure is mine and uh, i'm looking forward for an insightful conversation and uh, i'm open to whatever you would like to ask
1: right. that's great and also i would like to remind that behind the camera we have our lovely Technical support, Arnes from first year. Yay! And so, thank you for, th- <laughs> really thank you, Arnis, for this. Uh, without that, we wouldn't be probably uh, in a, such a beautiful environment and being recorded.
2: Right, and it's good to be in this very fine. Um, place i rem- I have my own memories of it and and uh, and also good to see you well at least with a proper distance but yeah. in person <laughs> I think you know irrespective of all this digital age technology it is so important we're yeah. social human Indeed. beings Indeed. right Indeed. Yeah. so I mean that's that's something that we still uh, that's this that this year uh, it comes short mm-hmm. although uh, if I can tell you just uh, from from uh, from business perspective from uh, law firm running this uh this um we already got onto the this pandemic uh, speed within the first week of last year mid-march right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i mean it's uh it was nothing really uh spectacular about it we already were working with uh, programs like microsoft teams and obviously then everybody is getting an account and and we simply continue working uh of course you know uh the time goes on and you develop a little bit um, a certain communication is key, right? Active communication is key here. And so instead of just having, uh, let's say, Monday morning uh, law firm meetings, we uh, nowadays have every morning for 10, 15 minutes, some kind of, you know, organizational call. Mm-hmm. So you, so you like, like, you go to the work, you go to the office. But other than that, I think it's really... Uh, and it's also a good thing about the lawyers our profession in our in my opinion and based on the experience with the pandemic uh, is sustainable, right? With the proper attitude and the proper vision, uh, it's no problem at all. And also, this artificial intelligence, which is coming in, it will, in my opinion, not uh, challenge us as the lawyers. It will help us lawyers. And uh, so, uh, no, it's it's just just good to see mm. you guys.
1: Uh, uh, I... I, I- uh, just heard that you said that you have some good, exper- uh, good uh, memories from this place what were what is something that you remember from this place right
2: I, I was uh, coming here where I was writing my master 's thesis and uh, and then quite a lot of resources here but I was more coming here for this ambience for mm-hmm. for you know it's the, this library i am still by the way i am still uh, a student and my one of my mottos is uh, uh if you stop studying you better retire right yeah. <laughs> so you should study your entire professional life and i am student i'm phd student in the university of latvia already quite quite a few quite a few years i would say but but this core uh, course study which i'm doing already mm-hmm. my master's thesis were devoted to it and now about uh, 15 20 years later i'm still continuing the same now it's about the court jurisprudence, right? Mm-hmm. Its importance. And because people deserve similar uh, resolutions mm-hmm. in similar cases, that is the principle of uh, simply uh, of, of justice, right? And, and now I'm adding additional perspective to it this artificial intelligence. Yeah. I am studying um, uh, I have a very very uh, vast uh, like like Napoleon I'm, I'm trying to uh, you know look at at uh, 50 yeah. countries. I think it's uh, maybe it's too much of a burden but I'm working through it and it's very interesting to see um, experience uh, basically country by country what is those two what are those tools which courts court systems court administrators use to facilitate the work of the judges of uh, other professionals relevant yeah. legal um uh, so attorneys uh, prosecutors notaries students uh, law professors right so and and they have um these systems which help analyze cases which help uh, uh, in, in, in a correct way, uh, basically putting, uh, putting together some kind of summaries of, of the cases. Those the, the court jurisprudence consists of these of these, let's say, these, these diamonds or these uh, responses, because a, a person is interested on what the law as a response to this particular legal problem which I have. so And when a court uh, responds to it in a quality, uh, in a quality way and gives a an, uh, rather abstract uh, statement, mm-hmm. it becomes this court jurisprudence. And therefore, my, uh, my passion, I mean, and it has been through the years has been this um, apart from business law has been this legal theory mm. and 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 court jurisprudence as a source of law which was definitely yeah. not in in the Soviet Union it was a little bit twisted understanding of it but but, but now it came with the understanding of court practice. Now we call it court jurisprudence. this is this this good part right of of the court practice and this is uh, this is my doctoral thesis. so yeah, I'm also a continuing student
1: do you Do you also uh, look at uh, issues regarding how artificial intelligence uh, infringes some kind of rights in in court practice, or it's only about the tools that may be used for the legal profession right?
2: I think uh, we should not let uh, this artificial intelligence decide cases, right? But the uh, but, but the systems are good at predicting. They're better than humans. So uh, also in, in America, I see that artificial intelligence, based on the facts, it afterwards predicts with 85% accuracy versus a, a human being, 70, 60, something like that. But but uh, you know and for that reason lawyers will be needed and are needed and will be needed because uh, st- this this machine well it can be useful maybe for totally standard maybe some uh, cases but when there is a dispute when you need to apply to the law uh, you need a human being with this capability to uh, actually apply it according to the correct methods. As you have uh, studied already, uh, there there are a number of methods which you need to skillfully apply to get a reasonable and just result because um, because, um, I I think that if there is one subject you really need to uh, study hard, and I mean really hard, it is the legal methodology, it is the practice, it is how you apply law. Because I am not supporter of these uh, uh, legal floodgates that if there is a problem, you just change the law. No, a skillful lawyer is able and can uh, find a proper resolution within the current legal system. Um, I even, within my humble means, I even set up a a, uh, a, a, a small program for giving, uh, let's say, grants for one research paper a year, which is based on uh, modern methods of applying law. So it's simply the the way of applying law the way applying it in a modern way and how to uh, basically and and, and this has this has this program has generated also already very very good uh, reports the most recent one on the way how you what is the proper way of basically um, you know this is the the development of the law related to lobbying right and what is what is the Correct way to perform lobbying, not like some kind of under table deals. When the member of parliament and I have spoken to many of them, they even sometimes do not know whose proposal that is, which he or she is defending. Right? They 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 are a little bit awkward. They say, well, it's uh, these are uh, people people's proposals. Okay, but but when you when you lobby, lobbying is nothing bad. But you need to disclose. You need to have completely open and transparent activity. I have about uh, uh, 12 years of experience or even more in Foreign Investors Council, like a a real voice of the not only foreign investors, but basically these are Latvian companies with uh, foreign capital uh, in majority or in totality. But these are the local companies, the voice of the business, right? And and, and from that I have alwe- I have taken this. It has been hard at times because you fight with these insolvency uh, reforms and it, that, that was a big uh, big problem many years ago, but now the system has developed. Also, another achievement is we had, for instance, 300 arbitration courts in Latvia. Is it uh, should we have even more, 400 or a little, little bit too much, right? Uh, Sweden as an established arbitration venue has one or Two courts, right? Latvia 300, which means, obviously, you guessed it right. The number of them were just pocket courts set up for to resolve one particular dispute or or really to um, not to give justice and 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 that has changed right the foreign investors council were really a, a voice against it also court efficiency and things like that the most recent one is uh, we put some hopes actually on this uh, economical matters court right so we, we we look forward to it it is also a, an idea which has developed which has uh, been implemented now and as of the end of this month it will be it will go live so uh, this is this is uh, this is basically what keeps uh, that keeps a lawyer going. What keeps a practice going? What keeps you motivated? Apart from the, uh, of course, you know, day to day business. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you have to take a look, um, you know, you have uh, fifty year uh, years experience in legal field yeah. approximately.
2: Yeah. Not fifty, not yet fifty, but uh, more than fifteen. Yes. Yeah, yeah fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, if you take a look, what has Change during these fifteen years, mm-hmm. um, in ex- specifically in your you know local office. Right. Uh, have you noticed you know a transition, um, you know a, a track of uh, going. You know how is is there a is there um how to say is there a position that has been replaced by. Techni- digital or techn- technological transformation. Right. Like, you know, there are internships, there are interns and uh, legal assistants. Maybe these positions have, you know, been replaced by digital
2: work. Well, no, actually not. Uh, but we definitely do use much more uh, digital solutions Just this morning, I was uh, I was on a on a uh, on a lecture with our great uh, cooperation partner and client, uh, Digital Mind, uh, a a a company uh, which provides which basically say uh, clean desk policy and Mm -hmm. clean PC policy, meaning no uh, no uh, needed piles of paper. my desk um, uh, 15 years ago you would come in or, or uh, that would be really um, piles of papers really and 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 and, uh, and at the end of the week it's total mess total mess mm-hmm. then you maybe yeah. come over a weekend and you and you put in in this you know uh, in, 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 in in smaller piles yeah. right but you come in on Monday and you are again uh, the the amount of this work gives you stress yeah, as such yeah, right yeah overwhelming <laughs> you, you know. and but and now i come into the work uh, place um, and or, or 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 at home and uh, I would have no papers on my desk at all right so that is that is obviously one uh, visible transformation. And what I also mean with clean p c policy is also not do not create mess on your in your own computers. I do it sometimes myself. You know, urgent document comes in. You, you, I, I wonder how uh, uh, desktops of students look like. Are they are they clean and tidy, or just you know everything there? So also try to, uh, if possible, uh, structure it right and and, and put the, the the correct document in the correct place. And that 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 helps you. That helps you simply um, keep uh, more calm in your mind, yeah. more organized this this has changed but but what i wanted to say this uh, there is so much information going on so so much interactions and and what what is a typical thing for lawyers non-lawyers businesses is the improper in- information management right and there we come to those digital solutions and and also um, uh, this morning where we're talking mm-hmm. about corporate governance of, of a company. And corporate governance of a company, of course, there's a shareholders and supervisory board and management board, the entire company staff, related entities, and they all pass certain decisions and they all pass, there are certain procedures. And when somebody passes decision, the other uh, entity who needs to implement it needs to know that it needs mm-hmm. to implement it. And, and we're talking about this this uh, again digitalization as a help to the business but definitely not as a replacement to the business every business uh, these days apart from uh, the general business strategy I would say they also need their own digitalization strategy their document management strategy that is their uh, that is how they um, uh, relate to their clients yes so the, the, the attitude uh, shareholders meetings also this is another thing I was I, I was lecturing yesterday we, we had a with all stock exchange clients for instance uh, meetings and sharing experience how the shareholders meetings have taken place over the past year when mostly they were digital right and and there were so uh, sometimes many fairs. That when you when you move from physical meetings into more or less, let's say, uh, you know, digital meetings with pre-voting, with with registration over the internet, there will be a lot of fraud. Companies will be stolen. Management will take over, mm-hmm. right? But that has not happened. On the contrary, um, more shareholders. You know, uh, if a shareholder can participate in the meeting without coming there, without this additional expense, without. Yeah. Uh, additional time investment for travel uh, actually there is more shareholder participation than 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 less those fears those dopes uh, were just simply not accurate and that's a good thing another way how how digital age how they help businesses rather than prevent businesses from operating but help mm-hmm. um, actually
0: your answer makes me wonder can it be stated, would you agree with this statement that uh, law firms nowadays have to think more like businesses than a generation ago coming with this whole digitalization? Oh,
2: absolutely. Sphere? Absolutely. Um, it, it, it is really, um, and, and you really nailed it because... Um, A lawyer uh, is not just a a, a person who who, who just gets a a very structured request from the client and then develops a memorandum or an opinion on 20 pages, sends over, and that is it. Not anymore. But... It used to be like that, right? So now a lawyer, uh, what clients look into the lawyer? The the clients look into the lawyer as somebody who understands their business without uh, much being uh, asked about it and B... Not as an external uh, advisor, but more like an extension of its own uh, business team, so right? You're, so you're, that is what they really expect. Going in-house, yeah. in a sense. Well, in a sense, going in-house, but also external lawyer, being the extension of the client's in-house. This is what they demand. They rightfully demand it. And those lawyers who uh, who follow this lead, and, uh, and and they must follow, otherwise you are simply out of the business. And lawyers so much get into the, uh, also uh, in our practice, I see we have developed now these products which are not purely legal, but mm-hmm. they are also very much risk assessment r- related, uh, mm-hmm. business assessment related, for instance, compliance practice, right? So um, a, we already started building it seven, f- five, seven years ago. Now we have very established compliance practice and it's, it's, it's not just legal. When you analyze, um, let's say, uh, compliance with, uh, well, data protection compliance yeah. or uh, com- competition law compliance or anti-money laundering compliance, sanctions compliance, compliance with client identification requirements, yeah. you need to go much beyond uh, the, the the law. Yeah, And I have also for you t- two tips for, or one tip, <laughs> if you go to... You want to have a, a fantastic job interview, right? With and it's not only with a with a law firm, but maybe with your future employer. Mm-hmm. You know what you do You do a little uh, analysis, a little risk assessment analysis before the interview. You simply, uh, you should do what the businesses are sometimes not doing themselves because the businesses are sometimes a little bit carried uh, with their own problems, Mm -hmm. but they do not stop and pause and think about simple things. What are our key risks and how we are going to deal with them? So you think who they are, right? What are they doing who are their clients? What product or service do they provide to the clients? And what are the distribution channels of this product and service? And what risks are related to, this, uh, to their business model? For instance, if a company has one big uh, just, um, it's, it could be a, a CHP plant with just mm-hmm. one client de- delivering uh, electricity, another client delivering heating, probably not so big risk of external personal data protection, right? So, uh, whereas a company, uh, especially in pharma sectors, other sectors, that that's definitely, um, um, you know, personal data uh, risks heavy business. The same goes you simply make and you and you tell to the potential employer that you have done uh, a, a a little risk assessment a little mm-hmm. research <laughs> you know <laughs> I would be extremely um, uh, uh, you know surprised that if you don't finish very well in that interview mm-hmm. because um, because that is what the businesses now are just 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 learning uh, and doing it simple, not doing like everything but you need to do what matters mm-hmm. what is important for your business from risk management perspective from
1: compliance perspective so so stepping into the shoes more in the process of uh, you know job seeking right
2: yes well uh, mm-hmm. that's that applies to job seeking that applies to business itself yeah. that applies for doing a quality job to 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 increase actually the the, the value of the business yeah. because um, I work a lot with with companies now, uh, which which is also extremely satisfying experience. Companies going into stock exchange, right? Companies which would like to raise. Do you know what is what is the key difference between um, like borrowing the money into the bank from mm-hmm. the bank and uh, trying to raise money from stock exchange, like uh, uh, selling your company shares or selling the bonds? Do you think you know? Uh, Strategical or a or, or, or real difference when you borrow from the bank and you go into the into the capital markets to
1: raise money I think I think what I would say is that in one perspective like the bank is the one that evaluates your business yeah. Right, but if you give that to the people in a sense or to the uh, Well investing companies that there is this more Flexibility in evaluation and more in a sense well, I would say more in a sense uh, incentive to uh, uh, improve your business because you will always be scrutinized by your, uh, by many people uh, on a daily basis, not just giving one loan and that's all. What do you think, Marta?
0: Uh, I don't know. The first thing that came into my mind for both situations is risk because you cannot predict the outcome. Uh, You can imagine you you have this image of what you would like to achieve, but you never know the cost of it. So right. it's very tricky.
2: Um. So to invest uh, in in a company, you need to be you need to convince.
1: That you, you are be a good compensed.
2: standing company yes. to to gain trust. Yes. Well, from banks you also need to gain trust, but there's this I uh, thing, and you were both very very close. And actually, mm-hmm. the correct uh, answers, ten points to both of you. But, <laughs> Thank you. But you know, when you go to the bank, right? They would give you okay. They would make the assessment. They would uh, they would uh, confirm your loan. They would give you a, a, a loan agreement yeah. to sign. You can negotiate it, but let's be frank, not not too much. So you borrow on other, uh, let's say, on external terms. Mm-hmm. You borrow on your creditor terms. Now, when you go into the stock exchange, when you issue your own shares and you issue the bonds, you borrow on your own terms, right? You write down the terms, and you need to be so good as a company and so convincing based on your track record, based on your credentials, based on, on the way you present your investment case, that people will subscribe to your shares, which is the highest. Uh, obviously, the highest trust is mm-hmm. to buy shares in the company because shares is not a loan. The company does not need to give back the money, uh, bec- but but the investors, of course, hope that the company give back the dividends over time and the value will increase, right? But. But again, so you see this, this, this total difference between borrowing on other terms and borrowing on your own terms. And, 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 and this, is, this is this development finance. Fascinating pro- projects with, with, with clients. And again, for a, for a law firm, to write a prospectus and by the way law firms write the prospectus obviously with massive client input and uh, and uh, and it is a strategic partnership with an investment bank but lawyers need to uh, write a prospectus for the client, mm. whereas business description, company description, you know, legal matters, risk factors. And as just a, a, a pure technical lawyer, you would not have the skills to do that unless you really study and go deep into the client's business. You understand, you do um, a, a deep due diligence on, 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 and you... And, and so, of course, it, it builds up with, with experience, but but these projects are so uh, good in a way that they give you, your team, and, and the client this added value through business understanding. And so we come back again to the point that as, as, as young developing lawyers... Um, I mean, you can, you can succeed basically in any uh, in every area of the law. I would say there are no areas that we should totally write, write off. Mm. But in any of those areas, you need to understand deep the consequences, why that is needed, you know, who needs it, why it needs it, and who are the users. So that is, that is, that is the heart of the matter.
0: But then comes the question when I'm listening to to you talking about how actually um, important nowadays it is to have such knowledge for a lawyer to be uh, adjustable to changes, what is happening, you know, in the surrounding, in the world. Um, How do you think, um, to what extent and if if in some way the education system has to be changed in order to um, make... Future lawyers more knowledgeable in the field of digitalization about the ways how businesses develop. Right. How to, how to do that? Maybe you have an idea. Well,
2: uh, yeah. Um, I think you know, irrespective of anything, um, still, um, well, education and and university. Mm. It is for the academical qualifications mm. for the skills. Don't don't forget to learn about the legal method, which we already talked about. But I think that 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 universities are developing. They are looking into the what what the business actually needs, and and I think Riga Graduate School of Law is a very good example. Also, if we look at at, at the programs, right? So, this program law and finance, yeah. This this. This puts together those two. These are both social sciences. Yeah. Finance uh, and economics, as you know, it's not so much exact science. It's also basically a social science. So law and finance, you put it together, this is what what, what business needs. I think uh, the, the program combining law and legal, uh, sorry, uh, and IT, right? Mm-hmm. So again, I think the university has followed the, what what the market requires law and diplomacy again it's putting together two high level soft skills right mm-hmm. and 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 uh and I'm and, 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 um, and, uh, really looking uh, forward to see you as, as developing diplomats, right? Representing mm-hmm. our country with great esteem and pride going forward. So uh, in, in, in that respect, um, Riga Graduate School of Law has also, uh, I, I have myself participated in a number of these kind of brainstorms, program forming, forming because yes, uh we had we had this feeling our law firm uh, does these also these master classes and, and programs yeah. and i had the feeling that maybe for a, for a financial services um lawyer or or for a course uh, like banking it's not so relevant for the young students to teach the procedure of establishing a bank. Which documents you need to put together? What is the process? Well, how many students will start with the yeah. first thing, establishing yeah. a bank? Or, for instance, how uh, technically our budget is formed, that it consists of uh, appropriations, that it consists of the following, let's say, the the, the tax split and everything. So, yes, it, it's useful, but, but much more still useful would be to, uh, to 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 dig into the lending transactions right their types what is for instance mezzanine loan how it differs from the from from uh, standard loan, right? What is a senior, junior loans? Uh, what is a uh, let's say um, uh, you know structured finance and things like that? And and how they are relevant for the businesses? Go through them. Go uh, go again. Do, do do case analysis. I think this this is developing, right? Uh, but on the other hand, of course, uh, only. You know, when you when you come into the law firm, you start working with real cases. It's not university too, but still, it's always it's it's um, it is a little bit different, right? It is a little bit different because um, to me- also this process, how you make a company public, right? All this um, mm-hmm. you you basically learn through the process. But what universities should should teach is is the technical knowledge, technical skills. For instance, of, of the ways how company can go public, there can be for technical listing, simply putting the company, the current company shares without new capital into the stock exchange. There can be a private placement, which is without big offering, which is without you know, big, big advertising. You already get certain investors, mm-hmm. and then you go with company public. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the IPO, which you all know, IPO is initial public offering. Yep. That is the, 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 the big thing. And, and the, the universities should teach the, the technical, the process, the requirements, but, 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 but law firms and practice will
1: teach the rest. Yeah. has there been something that uh, you have been inspired by or, or understood learned from newer lawyers that perhaps have uh, you know entered uh, your workplace yeah. and and do, do their uh, views on the world or law uh, are different from you is there some kind of mentality difference or just is is it that they have newer knowledge or how do you see that
2: i have actually very fantastic um, uh, observations in that respect every like i'm not older generation but every generation <laughs> of kind of thinks that, that the next generation is 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 well you know this this thing when we grew up right of it course. was not like that but but i am uh, fascinated about that, that that the younger generation is definitely um, so uh, yes uh, you um and I can say, you uh, very good things is you, you know your um, you know that you are this personality awareness, right? Putting a um, you know value in yourself, right? This is this is what I do observe, and this relates. And then and then I have been also arguing and, and uh, on on very uh, not arguing but learning from the younger lawyers in our law firm, especially on the subjects of detailed understanding and interpretation of EU law, right? Mm -hmm. I think that is what the universities teach. I think uh, Riga Graduate School especially uh, and and well, uh, other universities, University of Latvia, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that the EU uh, law is taught on on good level because the students are uh, prepared to come with with references, with mm-hmm. arguments, with case law. Um, uh, you know, they said yes, but in that book and this book, and I don't even know all these books and things like that. And then you, uh, of course, you. But but as as an as a law firm um, as 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 a partner, you sometimes need to um, uh, to actually scope down and to uh, to give the proper perspective for this work. Uh, what mm-hmm. I mean, the clients are not always interested in all possible case law and this academical discussion. They need an answer to this particular question which they have asked right and uh, um, let's say head of legal he will ask or she will ask for a little bit more uh, detailed understanding she he or she or courts of course it depends on whom do you work you deliver the work to head of legal you de- deliver work just to CEO yeah. or you deliver work to the to the court it's it's very it, it's different but 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 for the younger lawyers uh, with all your extremely as I would say advanced said already, technical and knowledge skills, again, you know, understanding what uh, who is the user of your work and and the way how you address these issues. CEO will take your 10 page uh, uh, you know, detailed work, I throw it into the corner, I say I will charge you now two hours because I have to read this through. Yes, but he will ask he will ask to give you, let's say, a half pager, uh, very structured, mm-hmm. structured half pager. What uh, what is the situation? Background, what you have done, what are the risks, and most importantly, wh- how these risks should be managed. How? What is your real advice, right? And 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 he will really demand it. And and just again for for younger lawyers, my my uh you you tend to write too long mm-hmm. sentences right sometimes a sentence could go like i don't know not half a page of course. But i would say a quarter of a page and that is way too long you get uh you get um uh lost in your own thoughts sometimes i i i read i read papers and i see the idea starts developing. Then you lose it to some, and then (laughs) at some point you come back to it, yes, but already it's too late. Uh, Whereas in business, business lawyers, and, and I remember structure, 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 right? So this is, this is, this is, uh, this is puts your own thinking into certain order. I sometimes even ask younger lawyers to write like a title for each paragraph which they are doing in an opinion and suddenly says why do i need to do that that's a little bit stupid or uh, no but but then then they say well yes when i needed to give a title to each paragraph i started thinking whether something is not redundant whether i am not lost whether it follows in a logical argumentation mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. so to sum up your question technical skills very good uh, argumentation skills uh, need to be developed but structuring skills definitely need to be developed for, um, and, and, and that you uh, reasoning structuring skills. That is that is what the businesses will will teach you. Uh, and better you prepare for it already mm. so that the business doesn't teach you it hard time yeah. by yeah. throwing your <laughs> ten pager into the corner
1: yeah i think yeah. this also uh, goes back to what you said about you know this kind of job seeking risk assessment right that that uh, you always need to understand what is the employer's risks and and aims and in this situation it's the same what does does the ceo want from you right and what does the head of legal want from you right and and really understanding what is the audience understanding
2: who is your client um and and what what what, stepping into your into the client's shoes again thinking about that if your client is the head of legal how about his boss will you deliver such an advice which he or she can easily send up to the management board and say, "Well, this is—that's the advice, basically, not to try to him uh, for him or her understand every nitty-gritty detail of the advice himself, but simply when you deliver a useful product, the clients reward you."
1: Yeah. Simplicity is key.
2: Yeah. Well, yes, uh, I, I would say, yeah, indeed. Um, uh, so. Everything needs to be uh plain and simple, but not like not nothing well plain and simple doesn't mean that it is easy or um or 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 just let's say uh super um let's say too simple right but plain right plain uh not too many Latin words also if possible I know lawyers like to do this but from time to time, you can put it in, especially maybe to the courts and 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 when you do your own academical uh, writings, but but the businesses they they kind of understand it, but then they said it uh, once. Please send the advice in English <laughs> because it was in English, but but with a with too many Latin verbs, you know, in it.
1: I have I have heard this uh, quote that. Uh, perfection is when there is nothing to subtract in a sense that there you have just uh, in some kind of a text or in your work only the essential only the Something with value is there, right? Nothing more. Well,
2: of course, you need to strive always for this perfection and clarity. But I can say with 20 years uh, experience, there is never a totally perfect draft, right? You can develop it, um, you know, and and it will never be perfect. But when it is just about, just about, and uh, you also uh, need to understand there are deadlines involved in business, right? So when it is just about, you, you just send it over. There is never a perfect draft, but, uh, but you definitely uh, strive for perfection with everything you do. Also, when as a lawyer, when a student, um, I think I, I try, not always, uh, but, but at least the mindset is to do the current work as if it was the only case you are simply having, right? To at least try to do it. And also with, with, with your course uh, um, papers and, and with, okay, I have just one course. This is my single course in, in my entire university and you do it like that, right? And, 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 and if you do it like this, then I think uh, the, you will get rewarded with, what is now t- 10 or uh, or it's 100 or how do are you, what, what are the grades yeah, nowadays? I
1: think, I think mostly it's 10. Mostly it's 10. A, in, in 10. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: When you were talking about Latin terms, uh, it came to my mind the very, very much known quote uh, that you have to explain to a person as if it was a child in order them to understand. I think that it is the right approach how to explain to your clients. Oh yeah. That's yeah. why I just you just imagine that this person you're writing to is a person who does not have an idea what are you talking about. You try to explain it very clearly, very shortly. That 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 that, and they read it. Yeah, it's not that hard, you know. But but you it,
2: would it come across time. as a fantastic um, coach to a, to a younger lawyer, actually, with all these with all these statements, because this is it is as simple as that. But it's not as simple as that to do it.
0: Exactly. You need to have definitely. these
2: the, the skills, um, the the practice. But you need to understand that that is what the business needs. Not only business, but like every um, every reader um by, by by sending something not structured something uh, unfinished you are also not conveying uh respect to the person to, to with whom you communicate and mm-hmm. i think you know respect is 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 so important in 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 business in life
0: yeah definitely um, I think we touched upon this uh, at some point, but I want to go back. Uh, there is a stereotype, but you know when we talk about digitalization and technologies, people always think robots, like right. ro- robots everywhere. So they are thinking of mass unemployment, and not taking like a different perspective of thinking maybe not mass mass uh, um, unemployment, but mass deployment. Like we are changing the professions but helping ourselves using these digital tools that actually help us to work easier, yeah, and uh, maybe um, you can make a good example from your daily life uh, as a proof to our listeners that you know it's not true that robots will take over the world or legal field or any other you know field um, in our daily lives.
2: Right, because uh, it's it's very simple. Um, human beings so far uh, so all the, the business always is a constant stage of development and and, and the lawyers are also they are like, like following the business there will always be legal matters to resolve uh, and I, I, I dare to say that the lawyers will be actually needed more needed more for compliance Right. Uh, Needed more for, uh, you know, in-depth work related to uh, digitalization, data protection matters, um, uh, health services, energy, all of this, um, all these, these, these uh, consumer matters. Well, yes certain areas will uh, require less uh, legal uh, human work I would guess maybe uh, parts of family law maybe it will be easier to get married or, or divorced or or something like that with uh, to, uh, with, with or, or, or or leave a will without uh, without too much of a human touch okay but but, 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 but the, um, you know, progress is everything, and, and when progress stops, then, then the world will stop, right? But, but I, I think that the progress will always require uh, new challenges and, 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 and lawyers. But, but think about this um, lawyer uh, more from this, let's say, from person who helps, to uh, advance business, but helps to advance business in a totally, let's say, legal and compliant manner. I think that this compliance and uh, also ESG, you know what ESG stands for? Okay, Environment, Social and uh, Governance. I think that uh, there are already a number of law firms in the United States who uh, put for instance a, a such such that they practice ESG and that is an example of this development that when 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 businesses need legal and this this environment there is a whole lot of, of, of matters of, of legal relevance related to, to to nature protection to to environmental activities to licenses to uh, green energy everything like that social, it is about about the protection of employees, their rights, uh, communities, um, everything everything related to, uh, to, uh, let's say, uh, social employment matters and governance. Governance, what we talked about, all this, uh, let's say, the way how corporations uh, function in a way so that they are sustainable. Is this ESG is some kind of a, a leveraging uh, a leveraging thing so uh, it's one thing it's it's leveraging commercial with social responsibility and when you have this balance not overly commercial and not just social but when you have this balance, then the business can go in, uh, forward in a sustainable way. And, and this is just an example to, to reflect on your question. Five years ago, lawyers were not telling that they are doing ESG. <laughs> Nowadays, they are. And there will be not only ESG, but, but more and more and developing uh, areas where, where, where lawyers... The main thing is to um, stay active and proactive, most important, mm. uh, and stay simply it on.
1: I really like yeah. what you said about this balance between corporate and environmental yeah. and, and social interests right. in general right but why do why do you look it uh, look on it in terms of, of it being a balance why can it can it be both in in the same time like right? why can can't some kind of social uh, and environmental uh, i don't know uh, aspects be even beneficial for for corporate and and commercial aspects. Well,
2: yeah, and that's it. So uh, these these two items. So I was doing actually I was a ballroom dancer twenty years ago, and I had a very good coach. He said a couple a couple is a minimum of two working in harmony, and these two principles uh, governance uh, the the commercial aspects and social aspects is a minimum two when working in harmony, they can develop great results. It's not a one or the other. They are already connected because uh, one without the other does not exist, right? Pure commercial without uh, uh, with, without employment, mm-hmm. without social matters, it just does not exist, right? So it's a minimum of two working in harmony. Yeah.
0: I, 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 I just, I don't know why this question came into my mind, but have you... Ever um, in your experience uh, in the law firm, uh, experience a client who is paranoid about their safety, uh, about their, their document safety, and right. uh, and or maybe there has been a situation mm. that this person trusts a specific lawyer in the law firm, and he or she doesn't want any other to work on their projects or or their you know.
2: Oh yes, well. Uh the legal profession is uh, well. Client confidentiality is one of the pillars of the legal of profession, and and irrespective of whether the client uh, demands attitude, like you said, or the client is more relaxed, mm-hmm. we have the same. Uh, the lawyers need to have the same standard of client confidentiality, and and obviously you know uh, that, that's 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 key. That is key, but yes, um, uh, th- there are clients uh, l- like that, and uh, and obviously they sometimes come uh, we can't blame them because they come with different backgrounds and experiences Uh, based on my uh, my uh, recollection sometimes clients who would have such overly uh, let's say um, um, you know uh, cautious attitude is simply who have had uh, bad experiences in the past Mm -hmm. and that's the way how they would like to manage their risks going forward Right. So um, but but um, but that's nothing unusual.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then then I have this, you know, further question to what extent a lawyer needs a good negotiation skills with a client to convince, to prove, you know, we we are you know, we are safe. Nothing bad is going to happen
2: yeah well it's uh, no of course lawyers also are just a human. We also rely on our i t systems our service providers and and everything else but but basically well and and you touched uh, an interesting point you know lawyer and and client this is always uh it is not just clients telling what to do and lawyer just doing it's always a a two way approach because lawyer is also there for the legality. And, uh, and 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 there is this, this 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 need to find only legal solutions which work, and and obviously there is this. Um, uh, just, uh, um, I w- I am working on. Um, I am very busy lawyer, but still I took. Uh, let's say. Pro bono work, I went to to a number of cases, uh, seven uh, hard cases so far on uh, very tough cases, family law, international child abduction cases, right? They're crazy. It's, 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 It's really hard. But what I learned... No, uh, you and your client uh, and, and and all this discussion. So I think sometimes the best interest of the client is not to appeal every single uh, decision. Sometimes the best interest of the client is actually to sit down with this other counterparty, with this spouse, uh, and, and, and resolve their family issues. I know how hard it is, but sometimes you as a lawyer... You you sometimes need to explain in a very composed and calm manner to your client what you think is actually the best. And sometimes litigating the case throughout the legal system, all tiers, that will not resolve the case. But doing a, a mediation of type or or let's say a negotiations, you call it maybe mediations, but but coming together, discussing your problems, uh, this is I think. Uh, even if I have uh, let's say if i if i lose the case uh but but then the uh the the, the mother and, and 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 the and the father reunite the family and they send me on whatsapp after uh, half a year a message uh hey here we are in Disneyland together with the children i have won the case but not lost the case because uh, so and 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 you know so this is a two way um discussion a uh, lawyer a client it's all, it it becomes you cannot step over a certain, you know, you, you still, you, at, at, at all times, you cannot get too, fa- uh, like, familiar with your client. Yes, there is always this, uh, th- there is a certain professional, um, um, I'd not say barrier, but, but a line, right? But but it's, um, uh, this is not too red, this line, but, but
1: there is a line, but, but you... You discuss a lot with your client. I think you seem yeah. very enthusiastic, and this is something that really has inspired me uh, in this interview, uh, in a sense, what you have understood from, from your profession. And, but would you say that this enthusiasm, uh, which you are sharing now, is something that uh, already was when you were studying or choosing even uh, to study law? Or, or or was it something that developed only with time, with your experience, with your clients, and all the various cases that you have uh, seen? Right.
2: Well, I think uh, if you if you uh, just if you are in the, as a base case, if you are a lawyer, you just need to have one one thing. Right. You just uh, need to be uh, willing to help. Right. To assist. To help, sometimes without uh, asking anything actually back, but 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 uh, a proper service always yields results. But it, but the service is not for the result, right? But for helping, and with that in mind, you um, then you do um, a diversification of your practice, right? I think a a lawyer should do uh, right the the core practice. But sometimes you just need to mix it with uh ideal leadership activities, which I just mentioned Foreign Investors Council, British Chamber of Commerce, American Chamber of Commerce, where you where you meet businesses, where you where you discuss uh, topical problems, where you so that. And then I think the third thing is actually uh pro bono work, which you just simply need to do without asking anything, but simply, pro bono, publico means for the good of the society, right? And this, if you have the combination of the three, then you hopefully uh, stay motivated and and, and going, doing just one of the three, any one of the three, I think is... uh, is um, you just need a, a mix um, because um, because as every human being you need change right and, and and I think that is that is a response which which keeps us going and hopefully will keep us going. But what did uh,
1: the small Maris, you know yeah. in in high school? Uh, what did he think when choosing? Uh, you know what to study. What for was some your... reason,
2: I I I knew that I will be a lawyer. Really? I don't know for what oh. what reason. Yeah, I I uh, I I, I like it. It um, so and and then uh, actually, so many uh, classmates from our class um, went to the faculty of law. So it it was actually like quite. Oh yeah, well you know, it's uh, as well. But but. Um, uh, so it's, um, yeah, I think uh, a, a legal profession is a good in a way that you can, you are not just, uh, you will hopefully not get lost, right? A lawyer can do a number of other matters. Lawyer can do um, economics, lawyer can do business management, lawyer can do administration, lawyer can, uh, you know, go, um, you know, so it's 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 quite um uh, so uh, you have chosen this. This I think the fantastic combination of of legal and and diplomacy. So many presidents have been lawyers, right? And 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 we, looking back at Latvia, the, the the founding fathers of, of of Latvian presidents, lawyers. Okay, so so many so many esteemed uh, lawyers have have been. Uh, but you don't need just to be president. You you just want to be. You you just um, I think you, you find the way how you give and by giving you are gaining and this is i think this is what you what what is what is an absolute must uh, when you when you are practicing as a, as as a lawyer
1: so this freedom is something that uh, you know perhaps uh, is something that you enjoy in your profession
2: Oh yeah, every day is just really uh, different. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, and and actually, sometimes quite stressful, right? Uh, but then again, um, if you do things right, so you. you, you 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 manage it. Mondays are uh, like hell sometimes, right? So everybody wants to know. And and, and these days sometimes client want these like mo- almost immediate responses. They want to feel that they are the only client, as I said. Yeah, you know? so only client. Well, in, in the real life it's not so easy. But at the same time, yes, it's it's about um, it, it is uh, l- well lawyer in private practice uh, especially in Latvia yes we're still a quite rather small uh, well small economy small country you need to be able to do a, a number of uh, practice areas you cannot do like in our esteemed in our UK office you would have lawyers who are doing for instance just uh, certain pension funds for for, 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 for for let's say 10 years and not just pension funds but but a specific uh, uh type of pension funds as their practice so the, uh, the the specialization is so deep because because of the larger no because of the 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 scope but in latvia i think we are we are we are kind of lucky in a way because our small size does not allow us to get too uh, just you know too technical in, in in one aspect but having said that um specialization is is key, and I suggest you as also as young lawyers already, time will pass quickly and And I sometimes say to students, yes, you can you can um, you can try uh, doing uh, coursework in in public law, uh, thesis in criminal law, uh, master's thesis in uh, maybe um, I don't know you know uh, human rights, and so, yes, but then, You get a little bit scattered, right? So what you need to think, what really motivates you, which which area, and work quite consistently already from from early study years. Um, Yes, um, a, a super professional needs to know everything about a particular area, just simply everything, and something about everything and everything about what you are really doing. So, and, and 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 in that way don't just get all over the place. Don't yes, you can try, but but have this thinking what is really my core interest. Is it is, is it public law, is it private law, is it um, human rights? Uh, you can succeed in any of those. But simply don't do simply everything at the same time. Then it gets a little bit tricky.
0: Maybe, you know, we are approaching the end. uh, So maybe you have a question to us or maybe something you would like to say to our listeners that we haven't discussed yet.
2: All right. I mean, just... um, obviously, I, I very much enjoyed you, and I'm uh, so hopeful about our future. I, I see you, how you are motivated. I'm sure your, your, your classmates are. I know that this year has not been the, the easiest. Um, my um, I have a boy also, not a boy, well, already 19 years uh, old, but already a little bit missing this, uh, this study life, right? So, uh, uh, all these screens and everything, but but try to be, try to make the best out of it. Develop your skills. Especially, um, uh, you know, uh, sometimes it is harder to uh, when you have these screens to stay active and interactive. Uh, you know, it's 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 sometimes hard. It's easier uh, to uh, not to switch on the, the 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 video and 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 just. But 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 stay active and stay proactive. This is, I would say, uh, uh, the the key message uh, to to you, and, and and all the great listeners here, and uh, and for the time being, stay negative.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a good one. This is a good one, Mari. Thank you for being in the podcast. I think this was very active and proactive, in my opinion. Yeah, Uh, definitely. You know, know, we
0: had a great discussion. You even asked us a question in the middle of the interview.
2: That's very interactive, really. So, thank you very much. It was a great experience. Thank you.